0: Welcome to The Edge and Beyond, a podcast by Intel where we're making sense of use cases across industries such as retail, banking, hospitality, and education. You're going to hear tech considerations, best practices, how tos, and recommendations. It's all here on To The Edge and Beyond. Hello, and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries. Brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group. In this episode, we're going to discuss edge computing in the retail banking, hospitality, and education markets, as well as trending use cases and the innovation enabled by Intel's Internet of Things Group. I'm your host, Shelby Skurhawk, and today I'm joined by Amy Leland, Edge Computing Director for the Intel Internet of Things Group. Amy, welcome.
1: Hey, Shelby. Thank you great to be here. Uh, I've been here at Intel since 2006. And uh, I'm excited to chat to you
0: about edge compute in RBG. So tell me a little bit about uh, about yourself and your role there at Intel's Internet of Things group. Yeah,
1: so I've been at Intel for 14 years and worked primarily in our software group before joining this group and led multiple product efforts within open source in including things from Linux to secure containers and many of our orchestration initiatives. I joined IoT Group in uh, retail banking, hospitality and education, and we call that RBHE. Uh, I joined that team last year where I lead our edge compute product efforts. And when I say edge, edge really has two sides, an infrastructure edge, which is where I focus and a device edge where my colleague focuses. And when I say infrastructure edge, what I mean is edge compute hardware that ranges from light, medium to heavy edge products, uh, but that they are fundamentally designed to consolidate multiple workloads on-premise. And my focus is to enable our customers' digital transformation journeys with edge compute by one, building new edge hardware products with original equipment manufacturers, so OEMs, and original device manufacturers, ODMs. We also create edge open source reference software, and our partner team working in vertical markets, they work with independent software vendors and solution providers. And so we match make the hardware solutions and the software solutions in order to create End to end solutions, and we advocate for these end to end partner solutions for scale and to ease RBHE end users' edge deployments.
0: So, when we talk about uh, the edge and these two different aspects of it, as you mentioned, um, you know, for our purposes today, what is edge as it pertains specifically to the RBHE markets, and what's driving compute to the edge for these markets?
1: That's a really great question and something that we've been working on really trying to define. And I always start my conversations with customers, so what is edge compute? And at the end of the day, it's not one type of deployment model, device or product. Uh, There are multiple ways to deploy edge compute many different product offerings uh, to meet edge needs. But at the end of the day, it's all about bringing compute closer to the point of where data is being generated. And this is very important because Gartner predicts that by 2025, 75% of data will be created outside of a centralized data center. And having to move so much of that data to a centralized location is just not feasible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it increases costs uh, and introduces latencies, which don't meet edge use case needs. The second part of that I, I'd like to add is that I like the Linux Foundation. Uh, they have their group called LF Edge, and they have a definition and I really relied on that. And I talked about that in my introduction, uh, that edge compute has these two sides. Yeah. And that said, you know, my focus on edge compute infrastructure hardware systems really are designed to, again, consolidate multiple workloads and pre process data from you know multiple endpoints on premise and really to improve business intelligence for these customers.
0: Yes, so when you talk about edge, I mean it's a very broad, uh, a broad area, and there's a lot of elements to it. So but today, specifically, we're talking about the the new needs for computing at the edge across the, like we mentioned, retail, banking, hospitality, and education industries. So it might seem like a very large question, but how are these industries evolving over the years, and and what are the challenges? that need to be addressed with technology as it pertains to edge
1: Uh, it is a large question shelby but i will try to summarize some of the evolution in these industries uh, the challenges as well as the technology drivers people are using more devices than ever before All of these devices are producing uh, vast volumes of data. Mm -hmm. And the industry has many stats on the massive proliferation of data. IDC said it's going to reach 175 zettabytes by 2025.
0: Zettabytes. Wow.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, but this amount of data and this data is a trove of strategic value for RBG businesses. And as the volume of this data increases, so does this inefficiency of transmitting all of it and processing it in a central location, in a central data center. And it's creating huge demands on bandwidth, uh, the network creating inefficiency and these latency issues. Mm -hmm. And as a result, businesses aren't able to capitalize on this valuable data and turn it into actionable business insight uh, juniper research suggests that it's less than one percent of all of this data that's being turned into strategic insight today
0: less than one percent really
1: less than one percent yeah
0: <laughs> that's a lot of data that's just that's basically sitting and uh and not doing anybody any good except for taking up space taking up time and and uh not helping the business completely
1: and we're missing out on this ability to interact with it right and where rbhe businesses are also missing out on when transactions happen so quickly uh, without the ability for uh, analytics and action mm-hmm. in real time. Uh, that window of opportunity to grow revenue, attract a new customer, avoid some systematic failure is missed. And these are all business moments that uh, we're missing today. And as a result of all of this data, we're seeing a shift and, and this missing out, we're seeing this shift in where data is getting processed, moving from You know, central, uh, centralized data processing to a decentralized model where processing that data closer to the edge on premise where it's being generated is able to reduce that latency and bandwidth issue. And it enables, uh, our customers to capitalize on those business moments that they're missing out on today.
0: Absolutely. So uh, when we talk about edge, and I guess for our purposes today, what is edge? How are you defining it as, as, as it pertains to RBHE industries? And what's helping to drive compute to the edge for these markets?
1: Yeah. So if you think about compute intensive applications that utilize things like CV, AI, when I say CV, I mean computer vision, Mm -hmm. AI, machine learning, real-time analytics. Sending that data back to a cloud or centralized location, it just makes more sense to have that type of data processed at the edge. And this is even more important today to be able to do that processing at the edge and have digital transformation of Utilizing that data, especially since COVID, uh, we've seen that businesses across RBG sectors who had already started their digital transformation journey and being able to utilize that data in a, in a better way and on premise have been better able to weather a lot of the, you know, economic times that we're in. And in terms of the, the specific use cases, um, you know, which technologies and workloads? Well, according to IDC, Deloitte, and uh, many other insights reports, edge AI software growth is expected to hit over 1 trillion, Mm -hmm. and CV and analytics both in the tens of billions by 2023. So huge growth projections. Yeah. And these technologies like I talked about, AI, CV, real time analytics, they are workloads that apply across our RBG verticals and use cases. So things like object detection, object recognition, object classification. These are all key functions in computer vision systems today. And they enable things like smart assistants, chatbots, AR VR, uh, robots, and all improving you know, customer support, uh, customer experiences targeted marketing and location-based advertising. And they're also improving customer loyalty, uh, supply chain management, and preventing and detecting inventory loss. And I'll go into each of the verticals. I've got specifics about the use cases in a bit. But again, the AR, AI, CV, uh, video analytics, and real-time analytics in general, those types of workloads are... Applicable across our RBG verticals and driving the most need and the most value uh, across edge compute.
0: Well, the the uses for it in, in terms of, like you said, recognition and and chatbots and and uh, smarter, smarter, more targeted marketing. I mean, those are those are the challenges that keep people up at night. Though the things that that they uh, they need to they need to to grow their business with, and and so. This is this is certainly a, a vital part of it. So I guess let's go ahead and go into some of those specific use cases. Uh, you know, so which use cases does edge solve for AB RBHE markets, and and what are some of the the current challenges in deploying compute at the edge?
1: In retail, uh, it's all about customer experience, uh, improving a customer's convenience, and operational efficiency. These are all considerations for deploying compute uh, on the edge. Low latency, split second responses are all key to uh, realizing uh, edge benefits and getting benefits from that data collection that's being generated in store and the ability to act on those in real time enable you know, things like quick checkouts. Uh, there's uh, frictionless stores where, you know, you might not have anybody really working in, in a store environment. Mm-hmm. They enable automated transactions. They also help to manage Supply and demand. So, you know, quick stock replenishment uh, robots are now being deployed on prem to do stock replenishment, right? And the ability to track in real time high value products and preventing, you know, inventory shrinkage. And then also on the other side, really enabling uh, increased revenue through in store recommendations, interactive and pertinent location based ads. So, when You know you maybe been shopping online and you go into a store that the ability for your mobile device to know that you are on premise in the store they can send you coupons or Mm -hmm. discounts that are applicable and that's just
0: retail yeah yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, in terms of banking uh, data security and storage are two of the major considerations for deploying compute on the edge, customer service can be significantly improved um, by deploying edge in branches. And some of the functions and use cases that benefit from low latency and edge compute in the bank environment is improving uh, trading analytics, uh, uh, improving payment systems, and also uh, enabling more enhanced security so that you're not sending all of that data that's happening on premise, direct to the cloud, but you're pre-processing it and being aware of that data security.
0: Definitely, that's, that's always a concern, and, and so keeping it there. Uh, so we've we talked about retail and banking. Let's talk about hospitality.
1: So in hospitality, and when we say hospitality, in our uh, group, that covers both kind of hotels, but then also it covers quick serve restaurants and restaurants in general. And so uh, size of, you know, operations and and infrastructure are two key considerations for deploying compute on the edge. You're able to improve op- operational efficiency through uh, better tracking of guest experiences, having, you know, a edge compute in each of the guest rooms that controls all of the, you know, digital things in the room, um, improves maybe when somebody comes and cleans uh, a room right enables personalized experiences for guests based on past choices. Mm-hmm. For QSR or quick serve restaurant, energy and water savings are, are a huge element of it, and being able to track reduction um, or waste reduction during you know food production and storage and managing that food inventory in a more efficient and effective way.
0: And then finally, uh, education, that's something that, uh, I mean, right now, education has never seemed so high tech as it is now. And that's simply from necessity. You know, I know I've got uh, my 12 year old son in the other room uh, doing remote learning. So in terms of just education and uh, the challenges that EDGE is helping solve, what are uh, are the, the issues there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good question in terms of how it impacts right now during COVID, right, you know, there's a lot of kids that are at home, but there also is schools that are still open. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of two elements of edge in education. There's the university element, um, where they're employing um, uh, middleware on on edge compute for um, monitoring, storing, and filtering uh, incoming data. Mm-hmm. And then in K twelve institutions are really being forced to implement stronger levels of security. So things like campus emergency audits, mm-hmm. uh, student tracking in universities, things like malware protection, and also in in K twelve in universities specifically, they they are using edge compute. Uh, for research. So doing, uh, you know, progressive filtering or uh, different edge analytics. Uh, there was a Cornell, we've worked with Cornell this year on uh, how they were using edge compute and it was for uh, a space research project and mm-hmm. they definitely used it in that research. And then lastly, for in-room or in-classroom, you know, classroom instruction, behavioral monitoring, and in general, you know, the ability to do things like web caching or on-site hosting uh, is also really important.
0: So we've talked about uh, some of these use cases, but what are some of the challenges of deploying compute at the edge and, and in turn also the benefits for partners and customers?
1: There are a ton of different challenges that, you know, deploy around deploying edge compute. Things like which hardware should they be using um, to avoid compute and resource constraints because you've got, you know, this maybe one uh, hardware device on premise. Mm -hmm. Things like. Trust and authentication of, you know, accessing those hardware um, or devices like physical access, right? From a software perspective, it's things like how do you onboard and manage all of these different edge devices and all of your different edges? Things like, you know, remote and resource management, uh, data backup and recovery, reliability and fault tolerance, uh, scheduling, You know, across your different edges and making sure that you're balancing the load across them. And then finally, uh, you know, complying with privacy and security and data laws and making sure that you are following some of those data laws. On the flip side, there are a lot of benefits that, you know, that maybe complement or counteract against those challenges. Yeah. So things like, I think we've talked about this in some of the use cases, but quick response times, uh, enabling better customer experiences, uh, enabling customers with the ability to provide uh, new and innovative products and services, and then operational efficiencies because of that utilization of real-time data. The second part is reducing the amount of network bandwidth. If you're not sending all of that to a central location, you're, you're not needing increase that network bandwidth. Exactly. And then in terms of data security, if you think about where data is being stored, um, instead of having to send all of that data, which has risks associated, you can actually store uh, the data that you're concerned about on-prem and to make sure that you're complying with those data and security laws. In terms of re- reduced cost, there's an example that I uh, give. It was published in an edge benchmarking paper mm-hmm. why edge versus cloud um, for different types of workloads. And the example was, you know, got 50 roadside cameras, and if you sent that data direct to the cloud versus doing some pre-processing of that at the edge, uh, it's over 5x more expensive to send all of that data direct to the cloud. And so you do have a, a reduction in cost. And finally, in terms of reliability, some of the locations that we're talking about, like in a store or maybe in a far edge location, when you're talking about not specifically to RBHE, but in IoTG, we do focus on um like helping with Forest Service or firefighters, mm-hmm. some of these locations you don't have the luxury of right. always having a connection or a network, and so edge compute really allows that uh, autonomy from the network, or you know hedges the the risk if a network goes down.
0: Definitely. So there's a lot of elements here, and and certainly a lot of use cases, challenges, and and benefits uh, for the R- RBHE markets. Uh, so how is Intel addressing? Edge for RBHE markets and how can the industry partner with Intel?
1: Yeah, so there are three components to our RBHE Edge Compute programs and strategy. Uh, the first is really to enable our customers and their edge products and hardware designs and roadmaps with optimized edge silicon from you know our Atom to Xeon as well as our accelerators, and this is something that we always do with our customers. Mm -hmm. The second pillar of our program is to enable specialized multi-CPU product designs for IoT Edge uh, through our modular Edge reference architecture. And the last is to promote our customers and partners Edge hardware through our Edge software hub. We have this uh, hardware marketplace And we use that marketplace um, to enable matchmaking with solution providers, so that we can scale these end-to-end solutions through our partner alliance programs.
0: So, Amy, we've uh, we've gone over a lot today. Um, Is there anything else that uh, you'd like to add, and, and make sure that our listeners understand from our conversation today?
1: Yeah, I think that you know the programs that I outlined. There's, I guess, second program around our modular edge. Compute architecture that I, I'd like to, I guess, go a little deeper on, as well as uh, how they can engage in some of our, you know, partner programs. So I'm going to touch first on this modular edge compute architecture. That, and the reason for us doing this is sometimes, you know, standard servers or standard products don't address IoT edge, mm-hmm. and this is for. IOT environments where there are space and noise constraints, maybe on a, in a, in a school where they can't have the noise of a, of a rack based server or uh, on a bank floor or in a C store where they don't have a, um, IT closet or back room. Yep. And we're really enabling multiple form factors to have the compute capacity of an edge server beyond just rack based systems. And so this architecture is this, you know, scale up compute architecture where you can have two to six CPUs, as well as two to six PCIe lanes and in multiple different types of form factors from, you know, a, a desktop base to a tower, all the way to sometimes maybe into a kiosk, we can put these systems and that kiosk becomes the edge server on prem. So it's very really interesting and uh, we've enabled four designs. Uh, the third part of our program is this whole promotion and um, of edge hardware and software and this matchmaking. We can promote our partners' products um, on this new edge software hub. We have a hardware marketplace and our goal is that this hardware marketplace helps all of our ecosystem partners to find the right edge device and it works with our edge insight software to accelerate the development life cycle um, and generate more opportunities for solution matchmaking with you know, software providers. So I really appreciate everyone's time today, your time Shelby, I, I wanna just put this out there. We're excited about our programs. If you're interested in partnering on edge hardware or software, please reach out. I'm willing to talk to anyone and everyone uh, I'd like to share more, collaborate on use cases, uh, new hardware and software needs, and edge benchmarking. So you can reach me on LinkedIn at A Leland or on Twitter as Amy underscore Jacklich, and that's spelled J-A-K-L-I-C-H. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can also reach out to your local Intel sales rep as well.
0: Amy Leland, you are a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you,
0: Shelby. And I want to thank our audience for tuning in to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Intel IoT Group. To hear the latest thought leadership from Intel, subscribe to The Edge and Beyond to stay up to date with every new episode. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I'm Shelby Scurhawk.